Yeah, I think it's kind of, um, kind of wild that they left us to do the season closing episode. Well, John's the last in Mexico. Ep. Oh, that's right. I forgot he's in Mexico. What do you think his drink of choices? I feel Michael like Michael literally can't speak. I think. I think. Do you think John? We should just have Michael John's... here doing sign language. That'd be kind of funny. Yeah, John's got to be a spicy Marg guy, right? Or you think he's a tequila straight guy? I think he's a frozen margarita guy. Oh, definitely, definitely with an umbrella and an orange slice. Yeah, strawberry margs only. Yeah, that's not hating. That's just they're just just done. It's definitely what he's. NAFTA podcast. And sometimes it may be good, sometimes it may be shit. NAFTA pod. Match week 38. Pod at 152. It's happened not once, but it's happening twice. It's the Tucker Bros takeover part deux. It's Nick and it's Dylan. How you doing, buddy? I'm good. Everyone loves a sequel, so I'm ready to rock it. Yeah, as long as it's like The Godfather 2 and not like a lot of other sequels. Like The Sandlot 2. Is the second Sandlot? Uh, yes, but it doesn't exist in my brain. Fine, we'll be John Wick 2. I can live with that. I finally rec- I finally uh, started watching John Wick 1 like three months ago and I recorded it. You've never I've seen watched John the first Wick? 20th. Now, considering kid people with my hair call me sometimes, it's, they say I look like Keanu Reeves sometimes with my hair. Humble brag. It is, um, it is, I've never it, seen it. It is literally, at the bare bones, it's it's a movie about a man and his dog. That's all you need to know. No, I, I saw that whole part. I get that comment now. Like, I feel, I understand a lot of your, of Alex and Dylan's conversations a lot more. Well, <laughs> you and Alex, sorry. But yeah, I, was try- I got confused on do I have to reference boy Alex or you know wife Alex? But I figured I don't. My wife has not watched John Wick, unfortunately. And she doesn't watch any movies. Oh, this leads me to a question because you can answer this because Caroline could not. Uh, a teacher does a question of the day: What movie would you tell someone that you have never seen that would shock them that you've never seen? Like an example is I've never seen The Notebook. That was my answer. I mean that doesn't shock me. I love a good rom com. I've never but seen it. I've just, never seen it either, but I also don't think that'd be my answer. That's my that's the movie that everyone's like that everybody's seen that I haven't seen. I haven't seen Goonies. Really? Mm-hmm. See? Shock. Hey you guys. <laughs> no, I know I know what it is and that part, but I've never actually seen it. That's kinda of shocking. And disappointing. Huh, well, my favorite of those nineties is hooked. That was on recently. I was very excited to watch that. Yeah, maybe we'll have a summer when we have our summer sleepovers in August. We can uh, we can watch that late night. What Goonies? I'm okay. Nah, it's classic. You gotta watch it. All right. I, I think I missed the boat. Oh shoot, I forgot to take. All right, I need to. I just looked up and realized there's two more things in the wall I have to take down. All right. For our listeners, Dylan's currently in the process of moving. 
uh, apartments in Hoboken. So he's obviously having a little bit of a, oh crap, did I get everything done moments. I thought I did beforehand. I guess, I don't know. I missed these two. Whatever. We'll leave them in the people. Eh, maybe someone wants to hang something there for the people coming behind us. Maybe it's, maybe it's a gift. Yeah, exactly. Less things to spackle. Well, considering that you have a lot to still figure out with your move, there is not a lot left that we have to figure out for the rest of this season. Um, pretty solid week uh, for Europe. Uh, pretty solid week, uh, midweek games there. And I do want to go back and check, because this has been referenced by Michael before, that our midweek record is pretty damn good. I am convinced, obviously, being in last place, i got to find some, uh, some silver lining where I can. I definitely have to be over 500 on Tuesday to Thursday games in league. I feel like I crush midweek, and I just suck on the weekends. I'd be over 500 if I actually didn't do my reverse jinx on the Wolves. So, we can well, both maybe tell next year. things to go to bed at night. Dude, maybe next year. John started picking ties this year. Maybe you can learn to have some personal growth, you know. And uh... If I didn't do that, we would have been relegated this year. Oh, totally. We also yeah, might not yeah, have a, be like, you see the news, by the way? We might not have a coach next year. Wait, what? Um, were you on when, or I think you weren't, but the Wolves may potentially have some financial fair play shit to worry about. Um, and apparently what? we didn't tell Lopetegui this, and there's they're discussing it this week, and there's a chance, like, potentially after the game, that he might be out because he can't actually get the players that he thought he'd be able to get. He also, is, Wait, he also so isn't coaching this week because of four yellow cards, so he's not even on the sideline against Arsenal. He has four, oh, because he has four yellow cards? Yeah. Wait, so so you're telling me that you get re- you get saved from relegation, you're feeling you're feeling pretty damn good about going into to the transfer window, and you might be a complete 180, Arby. yet a team that breaks 274, who breaks more rules than Ivan Tony places bets is going to be able to win a treble possibly and not have it taken away? So first off, our best transfer this summer may potentially be Fabio Silva again, so that's going to be nice. Um, and second of all, I have... There's a thing, I actually saw a thing on TikTok that even though I believe they are going to win the treble, I'm starting to now lean towards Inter, um, stopping them. And there's a T there, Inter. Yeah, Inter, I know. Last... One of, listen, last pre-episode pot of the season can't get can't hold anything back. It's in there. <laughs> Shut up, Brett. Um, <laughs> did you see though? It's since 2013, the team. Yeah, I saw the this. Team that has won um, the Champions League has had a Croatian on the team on the squad. Oh no, I did. I saw something oh, else. It's, since 2013, there's been a Croatian on the squad. Which city does not seven have, or seventeen two thousand thirteen city does thirteen city does not and um, Inter does which um, granted half of those are, are Modric on Real Madrid but still yeah <laughs> <laughs> I saw that the Inter manager uh, has won his last seven finals I, listen for where the odds are like I think I'm just gonna sprinkle something on on it. Why not? Yeah, I think you have to dabble a little bit. Especially because you can just go, like, a tradition like anything else is actually normally being at DJ's when that game happens. So, like, watching it there while it happens <laughs> could, That's could true. be vibes that are needed. That's true. I mean, since, you know, since we're dabbling into the Champions League here, someone that will not 
be dabbling into the Champions League this year, next year will be the Reds of Liverpool. Let's clap it up for them. Way to not get it done all year. Way to really just choke and struggle and not figure it out, you know. So um, I will pay for this one at a later date from Michael, but kind of worth it right now. But with that said, Europe has been clinched. The Champions League has been clinched by United today. Uh, didn't get to watch the game. Listened, saw some highlights. Was too busy watching uh, one of my sending districts teams battle it out for uh, into the into the finals. Keep their undefeated season going. But Rashford gets into uh, actually. Sorry, let me go through the. I apologize. Get a little ahead of myself. I got a little too giddy about the point I did want to make. Um, we're gonna go a little backwards today. But it was Casemiro in the sixth. Uh, with a headed ball uh, on a cross. Uh, Martial finally actually puts a ball in the back of the net uh, in the 45th plus five. Uh, Bruno Fernandez with a with a, a spot kick in the 73rd. And Rashford, big ups to him. We all know on the pod how much I love my boy Rashi, or the Whitakers like I call him, 40. Taps in, a, uh, taps in with a nice little feint to get around uh, Wesley Fofana, who gifted, uh, gifted them the goal. Puts the ball in the back of the net for his 30th in all competitions. Pretty damn good. Pretty big accomplishment. Can we get him some help? And then Jao Felix costing five, making bringing down his cost per goal, per per average uh, on price in the 89th to win 4-1. That was a huge goal, by the way. Yeah, they actually have more goals than uh, Holland now. Is that actually from that? They were third. They were thirty-six going into the match, and now that gives them thirty-seven. <laughs> okay, I, that was a huge goal for a different reason. I was saying that, but that's a huge goal just for Chelsea's own sake. Then, yeah, for pride. Yeah, for pride. Um, but yeah, I mean, the quick thought is: Hey, did what we had to do. Did what we were supposed to do. Now we can rest some guys up, hopefully to put a little stop to the treble action in uh, in about two weeks' time. So. Um, Do you actually feel confident not much. that you can stop them? No. Okay. Just make I, absolutely I just need not. To make sure of that before you kept going. Did you hear the hesitation in my voice and the lack of confidence exuding from it? Not even an ounce. For those of you, if we were, obviously we're not recording on this one, but for on YouTube, you would see my shoulders are very much slouched and my head is down while I am making this comment in total disgust. But anyway, going back to city, uh, obviously we go back a day to yesterday. Um, Big draw uh, with Brighton. I think I'm the only one that predicted that. Big ups to me. Um, I should have seen this coming. Did you? I have, um, in terms of just fun news that makes a ton of sense. The, mm-hmm. Do you know how good City is for the fact that Pep came out and said that um, apparently before the game, he was like, 40 hours ago, we drank all of the alcohol in Manchester. So, like, the fact that yeah. they they. And he's like, I went to bed, but he's like, players have to celebrate, so I don't know how long they were out, like, leading into this. And the fact that they still drew 1-1 is extremely impressive. Yeah, Phil Foden in the 25th uh, to give City the lead, uh, followed up by an absolute screamer, banger, worldy, putting your laces through it, anything you want to describe. Um, Julio and, and CISO uh, scores in the 38th minute. With an absolute cracker, with a little bit of knuckle in the, up, in the upper 90, that not even David David De Gea would be able to stop. But that was a sarcastic joke that we all know probably doesn't make any sense to anyone but me. But I'll move on. 
um, to tie it there. Yeah, I they actually said it on the broadcast that they're quite literally still probably hungover. No, so like they said that on the broadcast. So they drank, and then the day before he said Pep came and said that they had a sauna day. So basically, just sweated all the alcohol out before yeah. draw. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But they did the goals a big favor. Not that as we talked about last step. You know, the goal difference would have been significant to overcome, but that one point secures the sixth spot and Europa League, which I believe for the first time for Brighton in their history. Hell of a time to be a goals fan. Caroline should make sure she's thanking me for my outstanding how to how to pick a, your girlfriend's guide to picking a Premier League team's presentation to leading her to picking the goals. And we'll be able to, I don't know if I'll be able to fit into her jersey when we go see them in July, but we'll rock some goals I'm here. Gonna- Pat, just us as a podcast on the back, on the back, because it wasn't even this year. We were on the the Brighton train last year with the with yeah. our well, when I say our, with me and then Michael jumping on board with Brighton making the top ten bet. So I'm really happy for the goals, um, and and those uh, beach hooligans down there. Yeah, it's good to have some new blood mixed in there. So where that leaves us, sorry, go ahead, Dill. Where that leaves us coming into uh, Championship Sunday is you had the top four was clinched. All right. Um, City, obviously, the champions. Arsenal secured in second. Currently, City, uh, United, excuse me, in third with 72, and Newcastle in fourth, all with 70 points. The only difference in those top four is depending on uh, the results, United would need to win to secure a third. And anything um, but a win and a Newcastle win would just see those two flip flop. Uh, Liverpool has secured Europa League in the fifth position, and Brighton has secured it in the sixth. The only part of Europe that is in question uh, is the Conference League, which I didn't know until two weeks ago. It's a Conference League qualifying position, not even group stage. So you have Villa on 58 points with a uh, a goal differential of four. Spurs at 57 with a goal differential of four. Uh, and Brentford at 56 with a goal differential of 11. So Brentford definitely looking on the outside in. Needs a little bit of help. Um, But Villa and Spurs, uh, Villa controls their own destiny. We'll talk about those matchups in just a second. Um, I think the goals might be quite literally on the beach in many different ways for that one. Um, Which will lead us to what we'll take most of the time talking about is really the relegation, and the last spot there. So real quick, Dale, before we move on and just go into the predictions and kind of talk about where we think the relegation is going to go, I'd like to get a little Lee Corso with you, if you're cool with that. Let rip. I want to do some way too early predictions with you, and maybe a not-so-fast, my friend. Of the teams that are non-European qualifying currently, so Spurs all the way down to Everton, which one gets relegated next year? <laughs> I mean, based off what I just said, I wouldn't be shocked if I'm in a relegation battle again. Um, trying to see who's standing out to me. They're all po- the things that they're all possibilities outside of well, you would think Chelsea, like. I have two that are coming to the top, and it's more just out of spite, I think. Like, one is Bournemouth. Like, I just don't think that they can keep up what they're doing, but maybe they end up 
making some like this is so tough with the signings. I'm gonna say either Bournemouth or Fulham are the two that I'm calling out. Okay, you think Fulham Once really? Yo yo is a yo yo. Oh, that's fair. Then my other question is my not so is who do you think gets in uh, to Europe? That's not in Europe. Who has the best chance of getting into Europe next year that's not in Europe current? They will not be in Europe next year. Wolves. Um, no, I mean, I'm going to say Brentford because the cop-out answer is Spurs. Oh, yeah, wait. Yeah, I like that. I guess you could choose Chelsea. I forgot. I did completely forgot thoroughly <laughs> down there. <laughs> I wasn't even looking. The, the real answer is probably Chelsea, but I'm going to go with Brentford. Okay. All right. I like that. I like that. All right, so let's get into the games for the week. Obviously, hold there's on, hold on. some. I, I know you're oh, hosting. Oh, you gotta ask. That doesn't mean you don't have to answer these questions. Oh, oh, I don't want to answer. I want. I like. You're you're smarter than me. You got better opinions that than is. me. Uh, who gets relegated, dude? I think Palace is done. You really think so? Yeah, I hate to say it because I'm with John. Like, I have a little bit of a crush on on the uh, the Eagles there, um, and I would love to go to Sellers Park to see a game. I was seeing a Premier League, hopefully, but I mean. Zaha is getting older. I mean, Eze is a stud, but like they can't, they can't keep Roy Hodgson around, right? If they get the right manager, they're fine. Um, but I guess Palace wouldn't surprise me, but I definitely think that uh, I think Bournemouth's the one that's got to go. Yeah. Even though I'm the only one that likes their crest in this in this pod, um, I think they got to go. That's fair. Um, Cause yeah, because if I you think, think of that... coming up, I I think Burnley's staying up, and then I don't know Sheffield United can go back down. So we'll just have them. Uh, I'll make a bold prediction: Burnley seventh next season. You heard it here first. You want my bold prediction that was said like three pods ago, but I'll resurface it. Southampton returns after one year out, and between whether. If it's Leicester and or Everton that go down, they don't come back. What do you mean? Like they they don't make it back Correct. up? But I think Wait, I think Leicester. Oh, I think, oh, whether I it's think, Leicester, I think if it's Leicester goes down, um, they turn into a Sutherland situation. See, I I like John. We, John and I talked about this last pod. I think John made the great point: is Leicester's been hanging on to the 2016 season way too much and there's like Jamie Vardy hell of a servant hell of a player for them like he's got to go you're going to have to sell Madison you got to get rid of Yuri Tienemans all these guys they need a reset and um I think I think in the long term them going down will be best oh great shirt by the way um I think uh, I think Lester going down is better and for all the reasons, I don't need to repeat it for what John said the other last ep. But I think Leicester going down for a year is a good thing um, for them. I don't. I think if Everton goes down, I don't think Everton recovers because they're not built for it. Where Leicester's built for it, they've been here before. You know, they're not a true yo-yo, but you know, they they've been up and down a few times. Um, but Everton going down. I don't think they're prepared for it financially. I don't think they prepare for it. Like I think that they're like and think about everyone they have to sell. Like Leicester's got mid, got mid, you know, like players that will play in the championship. Who's Everton going to keep? 
everyone's they they they're definitely all going to ask to get sold. Yeah, but they're the best uh, new stadium in the championship. <sighs> I know I said I want Hank's child to unborn child to see Premier League soccer for Everton, but if they're if if they're down, they might not they might not come up until that kid's eighty. <laughs> I don't think that's the case. I think Everton's going to be okay. No. Yeah. Um. So yeah, so we'll, we'll we'll dive into that. So we'll leave those games for last, but everything kicking off at eleven thirty. I do love this little caveat here. It is one of my favorite things of Eurosports. I know not not uh, most American sports don't really do this, um, but we'll go through it here. Uh, Brentford City, non consequential except for pride. Um, I'm taking City, heavy rotated side though. You think? Yeah, I mean they got the FA Cup matches. So with it is in about with the ahead. rotation, that's more where I guess I'm curious. I kind of want to take Brentford, but the fact that I need to go seven and three this week, I'm like very conscious of who to take. I I I don't think Pep's gonna let these guys have a letdown. I think yesterday was the letdown. This is the game. Hey, you get yourself squared back away, and let's get locked in. Like it might we talk heavy rotation. It might be, hey, play your big guys forty five minutes in the first half, and then just get them out. You know, type deal. Okay. But all right, you convince me. I'll take City. Nailed it. Um, United Fulham. Uh, I can see this game going. I think Ten Hogs the same way. You know, you want to win with good momentum going into the FA Cup, but. We need to rest some guys. Uh, I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take Fulham. I think United's gonna. Ha- I think it's gonna be a light. I think it's gonna be a thin squad. Uh, let some of the showcase a, a voot. Guys that won't play a lot. You know. Uh, rest Marcus. Rest those guys a little bit that need a break. So I- I'm actually gonna take Fulham in this one. For that exact reason, I'm gonna take a tie. I think that's the better yeah. pick. Yeah. Uh, Arsenal Wolves still. Oh, I was. I didn't even let me get out the. You know, talk Wolfie I mean, to I, me. I mean, I can just tell you right now. I already said it. We don't have a coach on on the sidelines. Like, we're at this point. I think the the plan, based off of him not being able to potentially bring people in, is play everyone who you think is going to be on the squad next year to see who's actually good and who isn't. Yeah, I, I and agree. I think, I, I think the it's way Arsenal. Arsenal's been playing, Arteta's going to be like, you need to finish this season strong. Yeah, and it's last home game of the year for them. You know, at uh, at the at, oh my god, the Etihad at um, <laughs> Emirates. Uh, at the Emirates. Sorry, um, totally blank there for a minute. But yeah, I think sending it off, especially with we all know there's the the very loud but very very mi- much of a minority Arteta out crew. You know, which is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Uh, they're definitely going to want to put on a good showing. I could honestly see this being a shellacking, uh, unfortunately, because they're going to want to try to try to numb the pain a little bit. I agree. I'm very worried that it's not going to be fun. But the good news is I'm probably watching the relegation games instead. <laughs> uh, Newcastle-Chelsea. Uh, does Chelsea... Before we get into this, i got to throw a stat out I saw today. Oh, you know what? I can't even say. Well, you know why I saw this stat. I gotta make sure I did. Because Michael sent it to us. I was like, it was on Twitter. Where did I see it? Oh, Michael texted it to us. Um, 
Frank Lampard's managerial record in the Premier League across Everton and Chelsea. 28 played, 4-1, 7 draws, 17 lost, 19 points. After 28 games this season, Southampton were bottom with 23. There's no way this guy manages in the Premier League ever again, right? I don't think he manages anywhere. Do you think, yeah, he's just, he's just, he's just going to be a pundit. He's a terrible manager. <laughs> he's going to be a pundit. Yeah. He should, take the, he should take the Wayne Rooney route, just coaching the MLS. For, almost save Darby from a relegation battle when you're already down 12 points, uh, when you're deducted 12 points. They go to the MLS, work your shit out, and then come Which back. I think Wayne Rooney's a lot smarter because he didn't knew because I think then everyone everyone kind of thought wanted him to come to United and he's like I'm not doing that. That's not the right move. Or they were championship. They were they were really teams that were ta- even Everton was talking about it and he's like yeah I, I like he's he didn't outwardly say it but by him saying I'm going to the MLS he's definitely working kinks out because he knows he's going to get a job in England whenever he wants yeah. it. So he's working kinks out, learning. I think it's very. Uh, it's smart, but Lampard's never going to get a job. I think that Newcastle wins this because Chelsea sucks, and uh, uh, Chelsea sucks, and I think that Newcastle's going to want to do what they can to finish third at this point. It's right in front I agree. of them. I'm going Newcastle for just, yeah, retweet. Yep. Uh, Southampton, Liverpool. Uh, Liverpool. Liverpool, done. Yeah. Uh Brighton Villa? Villa has something to play for. Brighton doesn't at this point. I'm going with Villa at home. Yeah, I think Brighton's just gonna hang out. But then again, they got they got heart they got they got a heart of a lion or they got a they got the a heart of a seagull, because those motherfuckers never die. You know I you know how I feel about the real ones in life on the beach, but I think you're right, Villa definitely takes it home. Yeah. Villa Villa with a win goes to Europe. Like they're they're gonna play their hearts out. It's huge. And I think if that happens, Unai Emery has to be manager of the year. Not even a question. I don't know if I agree with that. Eh, whatever. We'll chat. Maybe, I, you know what? I already talked myself out of it in my yeah. own head. Um, Palace Forest. I'm going to take Palace just because they're at home for between teams that don't yeah. have shit. Yeah, Palace at home, and especially because Forest doesn't score away. So... That leads us with our relegation battle games here. Again, just a quick refresher, even though we've gone over it before. You've got Leeds in 19th with 31 on a 27, minus 27 goal differential. Leeds at 31, minus 18. And Everton, minus 24 differential on 33. So we'll start first with um, 19th Leeds playing Tottenham. Tottenham needs a little bit of help to get into Europe. Uh, obviously right, but... Uh, Leeds at home at Ellen Road could be their last Premier League game for, I don't know, maybe another 16 years. As I heard someone, we were picking up dinner tonight. They were explaining to their friend about how he's this guy's a Leeds fan. He's explaining to his girlfriend. He goes, we haven't been 16 years. And then the guy goes, is AFC Richmond a real club? Hmm. And his friend goes, no. He goes, but they play all the real mad teams. I goes, yeah, they play all the real teams and the announcers are real. And I was like, we need to get the hell out of here. Um, who do you got, Dill? Talk to me. Which game? Uh, Spurs leads. Sorry, I zoned out for a second because I was trying to determine exactly who I was going with. As much as I want to take Leeds, the fact that Leeds lost to a West Ham team that I don't think gave two shits about that game because they're more focused on winning a trophy makes me very, like, fearful 
And if they were playing anyone else than Spurs, who, by the way, are the first team to score 60 goals and give up 60 goals since Spurs in 2007. So, And there's only two teams that ever do it. So... Um, This is probably what's going to make it so I finish one game under 500, but I'm going to take Spurs because I, I don't, I just don't, I don't know. Because this is a very unique, by the way, all three teams are home. I know. I think the Leeds fans are going to go nuts. But, I think I think Harry Kane, like, scores Leeds, and beats them on some like, wicked brace. But Leeds kind of just sucks, dude. They can't defend. That's what I'm saying. And you probably have Harry Kane playing his final game with Spurs, potentially, where he gives it his all to... Even though it's a way to have that type of send off. Yeah, I'm taking Spurs yeah. too. Um, all right, we'll move on to next up the table at 18th. We've got Leicester, 31 points. Again, they're gonna need a little bit of help, but the Foxes are going to West Ham, and they are home uh, at the King Power again against a West Ham team, as you said before, playing in their first. Ever European I'm going to say it's not true, but I'm not going to look this up. I think that's probably false too, but I think they're resting guys. They're hanging out. Um, I think Jamie Vardy puts on one of the coolest, probably some unreal. I want to see that locker room stuff. Um, there's no way he's going to let them. His last game at the club, he's going to go down after everything that they've been through. I think the Foxes, I think the Foxes pull this one out. I have Leicester too, but like, I don't know. We, we want to see mom yeah, happy. But you know what? You're right. Yes, we're doing this for mom. I'll take Leicester. However, spoiler alert, I'm taking Everton as well, which means mom isn't going to be happy. <laughs> uh, actually, Dill, that's a good thing for mom. To go down? No, no, no. Never mind. That, Kidding. No, she's uh, Everton, Bournemouth. If they Everton, win. Bournemouth. At Everton. Uh,. Yeah, it's a matter of do you care about your best friend more and his unborn child yet or your mother? I care about them both, but one cares about the Premier League way more than the other, so I will be. that's why we're, we'll be taking Everton. Yeah, and mom bailed, remember? Mom bailed on you saying, I need a new team like three yeah, weeks ago. Well, yeah, so I, I, think, I think Everton at home, with the performance they did against Brighton, I think you see something similar to that against Bournemouth with them fighting for their lives. Also, if you're looking at odds and trust them, they are minus 230 against Bournemouth, where the, the other two relegation teams are not in similar situations. So I'm going to trust Vegas here. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I'm, I'm, going, with, I'm going with Everton. You know, I think, I think moms stick with it. Uh, long term, I think it's a good play for Leicester. I agree. I subscribe to everything that John put out there uh, in the internet last in the interwebs last week. I think that's it's definitely a time for them to reset because they've been hanging on for dear life for a couple of years here and there. So that's it though. That's our last predictions of the Premier League season. Pretty crazy, man. It's been a pretty pretty tight year. Up and down, back and forth. You've definitely been through the ringer. You've got you doubled your gray hair content on the top there of your a head. World Cup. You remember that? Oh my God. We were at a bar drinking on a Saturday morning at 8 a.m. I mean, we do that anyway, but yeah, it's still great. 
Yeah, well, when you're when you're singing red, white, and blue songs, it's okay. Yeah. Drinking Budweisers. I'm sure we'll have our reflection um, on the season episode, but this, yeah, it was, it was a roller coaster of emotions for I think a lot of uh, a lot of unexpected seasons for a lot of the the crew this year. Yeah, I'm just glad United finally made it where they're supposed Still to be. Still winning the Arsenal like, bet. Just, it's a lot closer than I thought it would be. I'll Doesn't be honest matter. with you. We've won two out of the past. We have one more year to go, and they've won had more points in the past two seasons. Feeling good. Yeah, we'll see what next year brings. But, uh, but that said, Dill, you got uh, any bets? Any picks? What do you got? Uh, what are you thinking? Uh, I've got two. I talked myself into the space of our conversation. I'm going to take over three and a half goals and leads Tottenham plus one twenty five. It's minus two hundred for that. two and a half. By the way which is also ridiculous. And then I know we didn't really talk about it. I think we're a lot in town pod. I will be taking them plus 145 on Saturday in the most expensive uh, game in soccer or football. Yeah, I like those picks. I like those picks. Yeah, I'm excited to see that. I'm excited to see... Uh, actually, when is when is that game? It, when is the championship? Saturday uh, 1230 or something like that. Wait, like this Saturday? this Saturday? That's why the Premier League's on Sunday. They always have the team promoted having first. Oh, I didn't... Uh, I'm trying to think. I'm going to have to watch that because I think I'm going to go watch Mom and Dad uh, go cheer them on the Spring Lake 5 and then maybe go catch... Maybe maybe slide over the Darcy's after with them and have a beer and go catch that. But big time Luton. I'm pulling Luton. Who are you I'm pulling? I'm taking Luton. Luton Town. Just for the stadium. Yeah, we like it. And then the final, the final bet is... There's a 10-point difference going into the final match week in our fantasy league. Uh, me over, I'm in first place over Michael by 10 points with one match to go. So, um, And you're 12 points ahead of John to get relegated. So, um, Didn't even know. I haven't changed my lineup since yeah, October. Um, yeah. But top race there, too. Great. Yeah. Well, hey, man, that was a good... I think Tucker Takeover Part 2 was definitely a lot better. Definitely a little bit smoother. Uh Still don't want this hosting job from John. It's still all yours, yeah, buddy. I think, I think when he comes back from Mexico, he'll happily take it back from you. Yeah, I agree. I agree. As long as he brings me a margarita, it's okay. <laughs> all right, Dill. Well, your time's up, buddy. Take us, Give us a joke. Send us home. All right. Um, so with moving, I'm starting to notice and the weather getting warm, we had like the some of the windows open, and we had a – Two, I saw two flies kind of come in, and they were actually playing soccer on one of our plates. Um, and I heard him say to the other, you better pick up your game, Louie. We're playing in the cup tomorrow. Cheers. <laughs> I like that one. <laughs>